You've tuned in to Naturopathic Earth Radio and Holistic Health News, where you get the latest on medical cover-ups, government malfeasance, toxins being put in our food and home, as well as sound, clean eating principles. We are here to cast a light on what the big sick care industry and its government shills don't want you to know. Don't be a slave to Big Pharma. Break free of the shackles of big food and start your journey now on a long, purposeful life. Become a citizen of Naturopathic Earth. Here's your host, A. Gregory Luna. Hello, everybody. This is A. Gregory Luna. Of course, you can call me Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of Holistic Health News. Before we begin talking about the insidious drugs that are sleep meds, the website, of course, is naturopathicearth.com. Go check out all the articles that we have there. We have quite a few. Many of them are thought-provoking. Some are humorous. Some have levity and wit. Go check them out. Go use our Patreon account. It's a crowdfunding account. We'll click on the links on the episode notes and donate some money because we need the money. We need the money. I need to pay the bills, 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 as Beyonce used to say in that old Destiny's Child song. So donate what you can, probably more than what you really can. Because you'll say you can't afford it, but then you can go over to Taco Bell and go on a Taco Bell run. Also buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook for $2.99 on Amazon, Kindle, and Barnes & Noble Nook. It's a great way to support the enterprise, and you get something back. You get you, It's like a quid pro quo. You give me money, and I give you knowledge and insight. It's a win-win. So go find that on Amazon. Speaking of Amazon, any of the links you see, click on it on the website, Naturopathic Earth, and any purchases you make on Amazon within 24 hours through that link, I get 2% commission. At no expense to you, so do it. All right, let's talk about the drugs. The drugs, las drogas. For you longtime fans of Holistic Health News, you'll know that I am not a big fan of Big Pharma. I think I probably have six episodes just on Big Pharma. I have the one where Big Pharma has taken over the curriculum at medical schools. I have the Big Pharma revolving door, how much of Big Pharma and Big Medicine control the watchdog agencies in the United States, and so forth. So I, I thought it'd be good to do one on sleep because there was a recent uh, study that came out where the FDA... You know, God bless them. I can't stand them, but sometimes they do some good. Is ordering a crackdown on some of the sleep drugs, and I thought this would be perfect because I have insomnia. I have terminal insomnia, which is a type of insomnia where I can go down okay, assuming all control factors are in place. Like I need two white fan, white noise fans. I need earplugs, and I need to be cold and dark and. I need to relax and have everything perfect. And then I can normally get down, but then I'll wake up every night at 2.33. And then at that point, sometimes I don't go back to sleep at all. And so I've been struggling with insomnia. I have a separate blog series on naturopathicearth.com called The Sleep Insomnia Chronicles. And yes, you can only get insomnia when you're sleeping. So I know it's somewhat redundant, but it's all for SEO optimization. But I do have an article or, or an excerpt. I think it's excerpt three, to drug or not to drug. And I talk about whether or not I should take the 
sleep drugs, you know, Lanesta, Sonata, Ambien. You know, anytime I tell my family or friends that I've had insomnia, at least, you know, this type of insomnia for about two and a half years, they always tell me what all Americans tell people. Take the drugs. They say, Greg, go take the drugs, right? Because that's how we're programmed. We are just sheep or robots, right? And just from two generations of big pharma commercials and being deliberately dumbed down, we think that the best and first remedy for all maladies, of course, is big pharma drugs. So they would tell me, go take go take Ambien, go take Ambien. And then I tell them, do you know any of the side effects of Ambien? And at that point, they just roll their eyes. Because in their mind, they're like, well, you truly don't want to get better if you don't want to take a drug for it. Well, look, their ignorance keeps them ignorant right just because they're ignorant on something doesn't mean i am wrong so look let's cover this article really fast fda issues strong warning over the risk of common sleeping pills i remember about four years ago when i had a real bad installment of insomnia and i wanted to get my blood work checked i wanted to check my cortisol and i wanted to check my testosterone and some other things and i walk into this doctor's office because i don't have a family doctor this was the first time i'd gone to see a doctor <sighs> I don't know, 10, 15 years, and this was in 2015. As soon as I walk into this PCP, there's a big sign at the front that says, we do not prescribe Xanax, Vicodin, or Ambien, or any related drugs. So I guess it's so common for people to come in and ask for it. Because again, we see these commercials, ask your doctor about Lanesta, but we're just like, oh, Lanesta, Lanesta will solve all of our problems. So my drugs. Second Brave New World, Aldous Huxley's classic novel, dystopian novel. Uh, all the lower level people, like the, the Epsilons and Deltas, they're all hooked on Soma. Drags. Anyway, so I got my blood work checked and everything came out fine. And uh, I just remember that. I thought that was kind of funny. There's that sign because it's so common. So anyways, millions of Americans suffer from insomnia and many of them depend on sleep medications to get them through the night. Federal health officials have warned for years about the possible side effects, and now they've issued their strongest warning so far. Can't be too strong because you don't want to piss off all the money that the whores of Big Pharma are funneling toward the whores at Capitol Hill to keep pushing in all this great legislation because, again, you know, Big Pharma makes billions off of us. Billions. And, of course, they give a lot of that money to the politicians in the form of, quote, campaign contributions so strongest warnings yet you know it's a wink wink it's like okay fine you can give some warnings but we know you know who's buttering your bread so they're never going to completely eliminate them it's just too much money i mean you could be told that these drugs are going to cause suicidal ideation in six-year-olds and they're still never going to be banned the fda ordered that several several popular types of prescription sleeping pills including ambien lanesta and sonata will now come with a prominent black box warning slapped on the box the labels and patient guides will alert consumers to the possibility of some dangerous side effects. Quote, they wake up for some reason during sleep and they exhibit behaviors we would perform while awake, like walking, eating, potentially even driving, and sex as well. Says Dr. Nancy Foldery Schaefer, a hyphenated last name, you know she's a feminist, of the Sleep Disorders Center at the Cleveland Clinic. She told CBS. Black box warnings are the FDA's most prominent warning. The FDA said that these three drugs affected by the warning, which are Zolpidem, Escopiclone, and Zaleplone, 
which are Lunesta and so on and so forth, should not be given to anyone who has experienced complex sleep behavior such as sleepwalking. Oh, big warning. It's not clear why some people experience more troubling side effects than others. Quote, it may be that some people are genetically prone anyway to these kinds of disorders and the medication can become an additional trigger, says the super feminist. Doctors say while side effects from sleeping pills are rare, yeah, uh, they're not that rare. Why don't you go to Facebook or just Google side effects of Ambien and you're going to see tons of testimonies. They can lead to serious or even life-threatening harm. The FDA issued the new requirement after a safety review involving 66 cases. There's a lot more than that. In which patients engage in activities resulting in serious injuries or death, such as sleepwalking or driving while not fully awake. The FDA says some suffered falls, burns, near drowning, car crashes, or lost limbs after exposure to extreme cold temperatures. Of those cases, 20 people died. Quote, these incidences can occur after the first dose of these sleep medicines or after a longer period of treatment and can occur in patients without any history of these behaviors and even the lowest recommended doses. Great, it's like a ticking time bomb. Says FDA Acting Commissioner and super, I'm sure, bought-off revolving door, Ned Sharpless. I'd rather have Ned Flanders in the FDA. The feminist Fodorelli Schaefer says the government's warning is an important reminder that medication should not be the only tool for addressing insomnia. But look, what's what's the warning? What's the warning here? Let's go back to the warning. The warning says that these drugs should not be given to anyone who's experienced complex sleep behavior, such as sleepwalking. Okay, so statistically, how many people are sleepwalkers? Not a lot. So this is not going to be that big black warning. I can tell you from someone who suffers from insomnia, and you know I've I've taken the red pill in a lot of ways, and so I know that these drugs don't work. I mean, there's studies that show that Ambien only gives you 20 minutes of additional sleep, but you feel like more like sheetrock the next day than if you just only got 30 minutes of sleep. Plus, you're dealing with all the side effects. But a lot of people who have been wired into this drug first mentality, like my mother. They're so desperate for sleep, and they, they'll say, you know, I don't care about these these black box warnings. I don't care. I, should, I definitely don't have sleepwalking issues. Just give me the drug. Give me the drug. Give me the drug. Give me the drug. So, I mean, this isn't going to stop it. This is just to appease, uh, you know, the, the consumer advocates, but we know nothing's really going to change from this. And it's scary that this can happen after one incident. 10 to 15% of adults in America have a chronic insomnia disorder, and very often they've been treated with these medications as a first-line therapy, says the feminist. Other treatments, not medicine, but behavioral therapies work as well, if not better, long-term. These therapies include relaxation techniques and creating a better sleep environment. All right. So look. Yeah, that's the end of the article here. Thank God. We're going to cover some of the side effects and withdrawal symptoms that you get from sleep treatments or sleep medications. Well, let me tell you something. The best treatment for insomnia is sleep restriction and cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia, CBTI. These are the best, okay? And I'll break these down. Now, I have two episodes early on, way back in the year of our Lord 2017, where I talked about nine biohacks to improve your sleep. And then I had another holistic health news episode on five ways to remedy crippling insomnia. And so I mentioned the, the basic biohacks, right? Uh, no caffeine, eliminate your blue light by dimming all your phones and computers or wearing blue light blocking glasses, drink some uh, chamomile, take some magnesium, warm bath, night walks, keep your room really cold like at 64 degrees, have it pitch black. 
and so forth. Okay, but but that that's just good sleep therapy that we should all be doing. Now, if you have debilitating insomnia, 30 minutes to two hours uh, a night, and I had this two years ago, and it honestly ended my last relationship because uh, this person, I moved to another room because I was conscientious about how, uh, you know, like any sound this person made because I was so wound up. It's like any sound this person made, they moved on the bed the wrong way. If they turned on the light to go to the bathroom, I was convinced it'd wake me up until it kept me all wired. So eventually I went to go sleep in another room. And this was one of the reasons the relationship ended because this person was like, I can't live with somebody who's not even going to share the same room with me. So look, I mean, it ruined a relationship that I had. So CBTI, though, is the best. And and, and CBTI is it's kind of changing the, the thought process that goes behind insomnia. Because when you have really bad insomnia, Another thing you need to do is don't look at your phone, don't have an alarm clock in your room because you can fix it on the time. But we catastrophize. You know, we're like, oh my God, it's 2 a.m. I'm not sleeping. Oh my God, how, I'm not going to get any sleep. And you keep looking at the phone. Oh my God, oh my God, I'm not going to sleep. And then you're like, in four days, I'm going to have to be hospitalized. In a week, I'll be dead. Da, da, da. So CBTI is really good because it, it, it helps change your mindset and to replace those negative thoughts with positive thoughts. Like, it's okay if I don't sleep well tonight. I'm sure I'll get some sleep, and if I don't, I'm sure I'll be fine tomorrow. The body's very resilient. People can go weeks without getting optimal sleep. And, of course, the relaxation techniques, you can do those. You know, you can feel like, feel the warmth washed over your body. Feel your feet relax. And now it's your calf relaxing. Now it's your knee, and you work your way up. I find the best thing to do is turn off your phone by 9. Don't even look at it so you don't get any text messages or phone calls. But sleep restriction. So one of the best things you can do is go to your bed only when you're asleep. When you're sleepy, I should say. Don't go like at 9.30 because I have to go at 9.30. When you're sleepy, go to your room. Have it pitch black, dark, and all that. Say a prayer, whatever. Get into a, like a relaxed zone. Then, you know, get in your favorite position to sleep. Put a, a, a pillow between your legs. And try to fall asleep within 30 minutes. Now, if you don't fall asleep within 30 minutes, you got to get out of the room and go do another activity. Go listen to a podcast in the dark in another room, like on another bed, or, or go read with red bulb lights. We have that podcast on, on the benefits of red light bulbs, red light bulbs. And uh, you got to get out of that room because what happens is a lot of people have insomnia. They just toss and turn in their bed all night. And all that does is the, the mind will subconsciously associate anxiety and insomnia with that bed. So every time you see that bed, you, you're, you're going to convince yourself subconsciously that you're not going to be able to sleep. So you need to get out of the room, go do something else, something that's not uh, exertive. So definitely don't watch television or, or anything like that. Uh, keep the lights very dim. And then go listen to a podcast where when you get sleepy, uh, close the book, turn off the podcast, and try to sleep for 30 minutes. Either where you're at or go back to the room. Go back to the room. If you can't fall asleep in 30 minutes, leave the room. Okay, Rinse, lather, repeat. That's the best thing. That, I mean, that's an essential summation of sleep restriction therapy and CBTI. This is the best way to work on your insomnia. It really is. Now, I also will tell you that if any of you fast, I found out that fasting, and I am a daily faster. I've been fasting since uh, 2014 every day. I've not eaten before noon in most days, not till 1.30 since November 2014. And I found out recently because I have this, this terminal insomnia where I wake up at 3 and sometimes I can't go back to sleep, but I can function pretty well the next day. I can work out. I, I do well at my job, and I have energy. And I found out that those who fast don't need as much sleep. They don't need as much sleep, and I can't really go over the, the physiology behind it because I, I want to keep this podcast relatively short, and honestly, I don't know the physiology behind it. But I found that interesting, and so uh, 
That's great. I mean, it makes sense because, you know, when you're fasting, your body is going through apoptosis, the mitochondrial reproduction, your your body's cleaning and purifying itself. So maybe since it's doing that during the day, you don't need as much sleep per se. But for any of you who are fasting and have insomnia, um, you know, don't worry about it as much. All right, so let's take a quick break, and then we're going to go over some of the, the side effects of these drugs if you want to continue to take them. Okay, so some of the classic side effects of Ambien uh, in particular is is having these, uh, what would they call, like missing time, like you've been abducted by an alien. You ever hear about that when they, when they see the bright lights and then they show up and it's been 15 minutes, but really they feel like they've been gone four hours because they were taken onto a spaceship or they had their sperm taken or whatever. So people who have insomnia, they'll, for example, or with, who take Ambien, um, They'll go driving and don't even remember. They'll like wake up in a car on the other side of town or they've had sex with somebody or they've raped somebody and there's been people or, or they've murdered people and they've used the ambient defense. Okay, I was on ambient. I don't remember. I, I'm not culpable because I didn't have free volition and, and free will. Uh, so there's people who, who eat while they're on ambient. It's like they have no recollection of this at all. It's, it's just crazy. Like some of these crazy side effects. Not to mention there's withdrawal. And so anytime you're on it, especially if you've been on it for even a week, a month, two months, and you try to get off of it, that's when you have these crazy nightmares. That's when you have rebound insomnia, which is ironic because you're taking it for insomnia, but your insomnia gets worse as you're trying to get off of it. And then the, the, the side effects of, of these drugs, if you look at the inserts, are crazy. So, I mean, blurred vision, muscle cramps, confusion, aggression, addiction, disorientation, emotional blunting, depression, and suicidal thoughts, anxiety, insomnia, rapid heartbeat, and so forth. So look, takeaway, don't take these drugs. Use naturopathic ways to alleviate your insomnia. Do a sleep study. You probably have sleep apnea. If you're older, you probably have sleep apnea. That's what's causing it. But if you're younger, do sleep restriction, do CBTI for insomnia. I'll, I'll include a link that has a book that you can read on it. But these drugs are not worth it. They only give you 20 extra minutes of sleep. You feel worse the next day, and they have debilitating and life-threatening side effects, even to the point where the bought-off FDA has to put in some warnings despite the fulminations of their you know, their big daddy pimp prostitutes at the FDA and the, the congressmen who run them. Uh, they're even having to put warnings as a type of liability. So these drugs are dangerous, and please don't be giving them to kids. Don't give them to teenagers. And there are ways you can treat your insomnia. Do not catastrophize. You can, you can function pretty well a week or two with bad sleep. Do all the natural biohacks and natural remedies that I've already mentioned. And do not take these drugs. You can end up taking them forever because the withdrawal, just like the withdrawals on antidepressants, just like the withdrawals on, on the anxiolytics like Xanax. Go to those episodes we did on, on Xanax and antidepressants. They can make you stay on these drugs forever because the withdrawal are so bad. Don't put yourself down that road, please. As always, guys, hit the subscribe button. It only takes you two seconds and helps out my rankings. And post a review for Holistic Health News, Katie's Essential Apothecary, or starting season two, and Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to NPE Radio and Holistic Health News. 
Visit our website at naturopathicearth.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Holistic News Now and at our Facebook page at Naturopathic Earth. Please consider a donation at patreon.com slash naturopathic earth. Buy the Confessions of an Obese Child ebook on Amazon or Barnes & Noble Nook. Consider subscribing to our podcast. And as always, please post an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to this. And remember, the core belief at NPE. Let food be thy medicine. Let nature be thy healer. Until next time. Music courtesy of Nine Inch Nails. <laughs>